Hello MJ fans and welcome back to the MJ cast. This is your podcast for all things Michael Jackson, from music to tours to, to, to all things Michael Jackson. My name is Andrew, as always, I'm your host and with me, my faithful co-host, your faithful friend from New Zealand, Mr. Jordan Wyatt. Jordan, how are you doing? Hey everyone, it's great to be here, as I always say, although we have exactly reversed the times and now it's 10 minutes after midnight here, so I'm the one that's kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, how's it going, Andrew? And I just woke up. <laughs> I feel kind yeah. of sleepy. <laughs> yes, yes. But we, we try to bring it out, we're both in, in, in the mood to do, to talk MJ, you know, so... Uh, Certainly are. We're, uh, we're bringing you, this is going to be, as if you've been following the shows, this is going to be The Dangerous Show. So we've been progressing with the uh, Michael albums in reverse order, starting with Michael to Invincible to History, and now to Dangerous. As I, as Jordan said, now they're getting really, really good before we started recording the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I mean, Dangerous. Let's let's just off the bat. Let's get into Dangerous. Jordan, do you want to give... I've been giving stats for uh, all the other albums pretty much so far. Do you want to take over uh, talking about the uh, basic information about Dangerous? The oh, album? sure. Well, I think I should also mention that, you know, once again, I remember when, you know, I remember Dangerous. I mean, sure, I was only a few years old when it actually came out, but I remember it being everywhere in my life as I grew up. Probably, you know, this is the years that I would have started paying attention to music and things as it was on the radio and, and hearing it um, everywhere, really. Um, Dangerous was an incredible album, and of course it came out here, which, you know, I'm, I, I know this telepathically, and even at midnight I seem to know all the statistics for an album that came out and. You know, November 26, 1991, um, my telepathy is saying it became his second debut at number one on the Billboard 200. Ooh, and it spent four weeks there. Mm-hmm. It sold uh, over 30 million albums worldwide, which is, it's incredible. I mean, Thriller is meant to have done, what, 104 or something? Yeah, it's something. by far the biggest selling in the world, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. And uh, the only thing that's meant to compete with that is the Eagles' greatest hits, and I always joke it's because all the... The people that are fans of that, the baby boomers, you know, they've got the old timers disease. So they, you know, oh, they forget that they left the CD. <laughs> oh, where did I put the cassette? Oh, I have to buy it again on Blu-ray. And every time that's a new sale. Um, so 30 million albums, I mean, that's, that's incredible. And it's hard to imagine any sort of release nowadays getting to 30 million. I mean, we call it big now and it does one or two. I've always been surprised when you see like Lady Gaga and all that, the stuff that you think is the absolute top. And it, it barely sells anything, uh, really. Jordan, before, you... we, before we move on, I'd like to um, do a disclaimer that Jordan's opinions <laughs> of the Eagle and other legacy artists does not reflect that of the uh, MJ cast and myself. So... <laughs> and, and we love the MJ cast listener over 65. Yes, of course we do, if there is any. Um, please email us if you are. But keep going, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> please don't sue us, is what he was saying. Yes. I have plenty of friends of all ages. Age is but a number to me. Um, it's it's incredible when you think 32 million albums worldwide. Well, that's 32 million people who are willing to pony up the cash for it. Mm. When you think about a Lady Gaga or something nowadays, we consider her, she's apparently the most popular person on Twitter. She has like 5 million followers. So that's 5 million people that can be bothered yeah. to click follow. When you think about it, 5 million versus 32 paying, in my country, about 30 bucks a piece. You know, you can't really compare it. And sure, not everyone's on Twitter, but... Mm you can see that there's a hell of a difference between 30 mm. million paying good money for it mm. versus 5 million for the biggest artist, apparently, mm. and getting it for free. Mm. So, I mean, it's it's huge. 30 million sales is incredible, and mm. it's hard to imagine a new studio release doing another 30 million. Mm. Well, and 
Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I just, just going back to the the size of just MJ's pop power, really. I uh, when was it? I think it was two days ago. Uh, because uh, I'm at university right now, and I was showing uh, my uh, one of my mates at university, and uh, if you listen to any of my other shows, you probably hear him sprinkled here and there. Uh, I was showing him because he's a fan. He's he's just a, a fan of general '80s music, and uh, he, he's a big fan of MJ as well. He's still got um, he's got he's like you. He's got the old uh, he's got the old vinyl LPs of Thriller. His parents, yeah, uh, I got it. yeah. And he hasn't seen This Is It, and I decided to uh, to show it to him. I, I showed him that This Is It, and, and he was saying, you know, he doesn't think that anyone in our lifetime will ever be as big as MJ was in the sense of just the scale of, uh, you know, because we, we're watching This Is It, and every single one of the songs, you know, it's a show, it's a dance, everyone knows the songs, and it was it was just really sad. He said, well, he just shared my opinion on it. You know, watching again what it could have been, but just going, going to the size of you know, everyone knows every one of those songs. They're huge. There, so. Well, I th I think you have to mention just the whole like the whole pop culture thing, which I don't think will ever be on the same level. I mentioned growing up with Michael Jackson and reading the books before the internet, and having something in books. It's more factual, I guess you could say, than having a Wikipedia um, entry in some ways. Like it's more of the time, like. Mm. For example, if you look at Michael Jackson now, his main Wikipedia page, it's edited after his death, and so there's some things are harsher and some things are softer or whatever. Mm. But if you look at contemporary accounts, it's always quite interesting. Mm. And like I've got things like unopened Michael Jackson chewing gum and things like that. I mean, it was so big, and inside the chewing gum, it had like cards, like um, you know, Pokemon cards, almost collected all kind of mm. thing. And mm. it's just incredible. It's hard mm. to imagine a Lady Gaga brand of chewing gum that mm. the kids would all try and collect every picture of her inside. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's let's get let's let's start getting into the albums. Uh, just just quickly, it's it's amazing. I think Dangerous is one of the last Michael albums that was really. I think it's. I always thought of the trilogy of kind of off the wall thriller yeah. and bad, but I think Dangerous could could be part of oh. that. Uh, yeah, with the quad. Well, well, if anything, it would be Thriller, Bad and Dangerous, I think, are the ones that most people think of. Those are by far his biggest ones. And Off the Wall is kind of... I, I think mean, that's I the Qu Quincy the Jones trilogy, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Off the Wall. In there. But I mean... Oh, well, he, I, I, he's... Oh, yeah, sorry, it is. Yeah, three of them. Yeah. yeah. It's too early on. But, yeah. I mean, this this album's huge. I mean, we have a total of 14 tracks uh, for just the standard album, and nine of those tracks were singles. And this is, this is carrying on with, like, Thriller, where I think, what... Every single track except one or two was a single. Uh, I think it's about two that weren't singles. I think it was Lady in My Life. And, yeah, and uh, the other one. But anyway, yeah. So nine nine singles. And looking just at the single release date, it started off with the first one in uh, in, <laughs> in November 14th, uh, 91. And then 91. And, the, yeah. and then the last one was December 6th, uh, 93. That's over two years. 94, two, basically. Yeah, that's <laughs> over two years worth of singles. Uh, and the thing that's is, crazy. between those two years, I went from not being to being. <laughs> I, from those, between those two singles, I went from not actually being born to being... Uh, to being Born. one, nearly two. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I mean. It's 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 unbelievable. Walking and talking. Yeah, maybe. I was nearly. The last single was released in um, December sixth, nineteen ninety three, and I would have turned two on the January tenth, nineteen ninety four. So you know, I was nearly. It's amazing. Um, but anyway, so let's. Well, I think we should. I think we should mention the style of it as well. I mean, this was the definitive uh, release for New Jack Swing, which we've talked about before. I think. 
history was kind of in the same vein. It's the same kind of white Michael Jackson sound, whatever we want to call it, that kind of phase of his life. He had at least three of them, the Motown kind of pop, the funk, the disco and all that, and mm -hmm. that's off the wall as well. Then we have like the black Michael Jackson as a single adult man on the top of the charts. That's, you know, thriller, bad to some extent. And then from there, as his skin sort of changed, you could also notice that his, you know, the album releases were quite different as well. Mm -hmm. So this is the definition of New Jack Swing, you could say. It's the biggest selling album of that style mm -hmm. of all time. Mm -hmm. And also, this is the first album that didn't really conform to the 10-track LP standard uh, yeah. of the time. You know, as CD started right. to become more prominent, you know, this, is, uh, this was... Uh, he actually right. went against the recommendations of uh, industry... I guess legends saying keep it at ten, keep it at ten. He went to fourteen, and I think from then on his album just kept on getting bigger this, and bigger. This one goes up to fourteen, right? Yeah. yeah, you know. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, I mean, do we have any more back back story history to talk about for this this album? I mean, um, there isn't. I I think it's worth mentioning that he changed producers for mm -hmm. one thing while we're going with the style, mm -hmm. and he sort of said he wanted a more upbeat sort of sound to move away from the Quincy Jones thing. I don't really get what that means i think quincy Jones music was always i mean great um mm. he's one of the best producers of all time i don't think there's any doubt about that and um so if he wanted to do it in a different style i'm sure quincy jones could have done it i don't really pay that much attention to producers i guess teddy riley and uh, bill bottrell right um mm. It's it's a very interesting album and I love it. Yes. Um, this is getting into the the Michael Jackson era that I really enjoy. Yeah, well, uh, let's so let's start off with the first. <clears throat> we're going to do it uh, sequentially, not single wise. So the first track is going to be. I think you know, Jordan. I think we might have to split this into two episodes because considering each track, each single, each video, I think this is this is going to be a long one. So uh, let, let's just see how far we can go with this. So let's see the first track. First sequential track is Jam. Uh, this is in a, a featuring Heavy D. Uh, yeah, I love the rap. Featuring Heavy D. Jam was the uh, fourth. The, the precursor to Monster. Yes. You know the rap. Yes. yes. <laughs> it was the it was the four it was the fourth it was the first track sequentially on the album and the and the fuck excuse me first track sequentially on the album and the fourth track to be released as a single uh, and we're going to talk about the single in a minute so let's just give you a taste of what Jam sounds like. So, Jam, Jordan, Jam, fill us in. Well, it's interesting we're going to mention it, obviously, at the start. Dangerous really feels like it has a very extended intro. Mm. Um, the first, uh, easily, maybe even as many as a good four tracks of the 14 feel like an intro. They kind of go together. Mm. And each of them seems to be about five minutes long. Every track on this album, there's some seven minutes on. Mm. So it's a very long album, and it sounds, I think it's... 
it's almost like a concept to me is how I think it of it. When, so, I, yeah. when I listen to it, I listen to it all together generally. Mm, I yeah. do skip some. Maybe I even fast forward if I don't want to listen to seven-minute songs. <laughs> um, I definitely think they all belong together. I always play it from the start. Mm. I don't do that with a lot of albums. I often pick, you know, mm. pick and miss. Yeah. Um, jam, I love the rap bit in it. It's so so cheesy, so 80s, 90s rap. Heavy D and the boys, spelled with a Z. He also does the in, the intro rap for uh, In Living Colour, which is a sketch comedy show with like the Wayan Brothers and Jim Carrey. It started his career. Right. And it's, it's just really classic. I remember seeing it in live in Bucharest. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Well, well you, you would pronounce it like that. And, and, the yeah, Eastern Europeans okay. pronounce it diff- differently, but yes, yes. Ah, okay. Keep going. It's always <laughs> great to have, you know, the, the former Soviet Union guy to, to do the pronunciation tips, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. How, do you, how would we do an MJ cast without you, Andrew? I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but when you see it on the live in, in English, yes. Bucharest, um, it's it's great. It's a great intro song. It's a great live song. I think it would get the crowd moving sort of thing. Um, and especially when it has a rapper that, you know, the whole point is this guy just comes on stage to do some 20-second rap, then, you know, he gives a high five to Michael Jackson and he's off again. Mm. He sort of clicks his check for a hundred grand <laughs> per appearance and he's off. Just like Brando did for a million in uh, <laughs> You Rock My World. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He sat there and then he went. What is he saying? Oh, big bang or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to hurt. <laughs> and then mine. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I mean, yeah. So I mean, Jam is definitely Jam. Is, um, it's an amazing song. Incredible. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, if you listen to the other shows I keep on talking about, I, I try to give music theory and fail. But uh, what I love MJ, the amazing stuff, is he knows how to keep the instruments and the music in, in, in just great, I guess, sync, just in great sync, uh, you know, uh, except for in Invincible, where I think that started to get a bit too much. But it, it, with Jam, if we play Jam, every everything seems to be where it needs to be. If we, if we just play it off a little bit. You know, for example, you know, it's 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 you know, it's the beat and a, and just a bit of a guitar just going, just going. Every time it goes jam, it becomes a lot more powerful because it's jam and the hi hat is being hit along with the trumpets. You know, so it's it's he has an amazing he had an amazing talent for just accenting, you know, accenting the right parts of the song to make it to make it memorable. So I think jam is is a perfect perfect example of that. Very upbeat song. It's, it's a great. It's a classic intro song. Great. That's how I've always really thought is, of it. Yeah. I mean. I, I listen to it by itself, but when you hear it, it really is an intro song. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, intro. I mean, uh, Jordan used that uh, for, I think his, uh, well, I think the Chicago Bulls used that for their intro um, around the time when the song was made. And that's... Well, of course, we have that's to a very the music video segment. That's, See, it's a segue, Jordan. Professional audio. I realize yeah, that. Okay, see, we're, we're breaking the prof- professionality here. Anyway, segue time. All here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jam was, there is, a, I take you, you've seen the, the making of video of the uh, Jam. Sure have. It's, it, 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 it's a very, you know, being born in the 90s and, uh, the so, you know, being born in a former Soviet Union country, there was always this kind of, we were always trying to mimic the West because finally the curtain was pulled. So we wanted to have everything Western <laughs> and, you know, it was always, it, it was that kind of thing. So watching those kinds of videos, it was a very, very much, very nostalgic for me seeing, um, can I, can I jump in Andrew? Yes. 
was it a bit like in the black and white video with the guys doing the dance, you know, with the legs kicking out with Michael Jackson, you know, and then they all like fall over you know, while he stands you know, up it, in the it, snow globe with the babies? It was exactly like that. I don't know how you guess oh, that. Oh man, yeah. that's awesome. Like, the stereotypes are true. It's, it's, that's, that's all we do in there, yeah. It, ju it just shows how forward-thinking Michael Jackson was in his artist, that he could, you know, sum up the whole Soviet Union with that dance sequence yeah. in, the, in the track we're coming up to yeah, later. Just like everyone else always does. Anyway, uh, just, you know, I, I'm surprised Michael didn't have like a big bear drinking some vodka in there as well i think that would have that would have made that would have made the rep representation perfect but yeah there was there was an infamous uh, kind of uh, making of uh, making of jam music video uh, let me just play a, a part of uh, the sound sample from michael jordan's interview from it so let's just see how that goes So here we get we have a little snippet of uh, Jordan saying how embarrassed he was dancing, um, but but yeah I mean it's uh, it was it, it kept in a style of just making these really really interesting music videos that uh, that Michael established two two albums prior towards it. What do you think of when, when you think of, about the jam music video, Michael? Uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> 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 you got a 50-50 chance of getting it right. Just, yeah, yeah, Jordan. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a great video. I mean, you see it, and you see Michael Jackson introducing his style at the time. So we got this really thin guy, mm. and he seems to be wearing shirts of like 20XL or something, shirts that are far too big for mm. him. Um, and it's it's a great video. I love watching them both play basketball. Mm -hmm. um, it's almost He's almost laughingly bad at sports. I always remember that from reading the books at all. All the Jackson brothers, you know, they can't really sing or dance as well as he can, but they're all almost like in the amateur league at almost every sport they turn their hand to, mm -hmm. apart from Michael. Mm -hmm. All the others were great at uh, baseball, I think, was the big thing. Mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't have that much of a sporting ability compared to, well, especially compared to Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a great video to see them, you know, my, the two MJs. I, I love that they both have the, the MJ initials because I remember Michael Jordan as well. Mm -hmm. He really yeah. made sports come alive for me, for someone who doesn't give a damn about mm -hmm. it. Um, and to see the two MJs together was great, mm -hmm. and I think it was great watching the dancing. Mm -hmm. And again, it's just a great get the crowd sort of into the whole music scene and everything. It's a great intro song, and to think of it with Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. it's incredible. I think, and actually, like the post, uh, not post credits, after the song finished, you know, uh, some channels don't air that, but in the full video where you see there's no music, but you just uh, see. MJ trying to teach Michael Jordan like how to moonwalk and that kind of stuff and and, and yeah. when he gets down on the ground yeah, on all fours yeah. and like scurries through yeah. his legs and everything I, th I think that really did g give him this kind of human uh, because uh, you know by that you know that time I, mean, I know we're kind of going back in time with every single album but that time I mean, this was before the horrid uh, charges and allegations and that kind of stuff. You know, so uh, at, at that point, yeah, he was turning whiter and people were, you know, he, he, was, he was still having this, he sleeps in a hyperboric chamber and that kind of stuff. But he was still kind of this legend icon status. You know, he was almost, I remember when I was little, you know, he didn't really expect, even when I was watching This Is It, when he, you know, he comes up to the uh, green green screen studio and that kind of stuff, you don't really expect him, he, he, he's of such high status that you don't really expect him to be out, outside, you know, around normal people. And I think... It's, it's hard to believe, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I think at the end of that video, that kind of does give him this kind of humanity, you know, him just... Uh, 
it really is. And if if someone hasn't hasn't seen it, I would really, I would definitely recommend uh, for you guys to watch that. So I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that was that was a that was a. I think we spent about what ten minutes on the first song. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely gonna. That's the MJ cast tradition. Yeah, that's how we do it here. Uh, it's definitely gonna be uh, two episodes. I'm thinking. So jam, um, jam. Um, Almost like a um, his his outfit in that video is like the way you make me feel, but red, you know, uh, mm. kind of thing. So yeah. that 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 always was the back of my mind of that. Okay, well let's um let's go on to the next track, as you say, in the big uh, ex extended intro, and um, this is why you want to trip on me. I don't believe why you want to trip on me became a single, but so this is um, the second track. I believe no one is featured in this one. So let's uh, let's just give this one a play. So, um, why you want to trip on me? Uh, very interesting. Jordan, tell me what you think about it. Again, it's part of the 15-minute the intro. Um, it's a great, I like the lyrics. I like that he is trying to be more you know, socially conscious, I guess. Um, it's a bit weird when you go through it, and I've always wondered how he deals with that kind of aspect of, that he never really grew up with this, how his, his father especially tried to keep them away from all the gangs is that where they grew up. In Indiana and Gary, mm -hmm. um, and talking about all this bloodshed on the street and gang violence and homeless people and no shoes and stuff, and it's hard to imagine how he would relate to that. Um, it's quite interesting to think that he would be thinking about it though. Mm -hmm. um, I've always enjoyed the song. I think it's another part of the great extended intro for it, and I I like the whole album as a concept. Really mm -hmm. listening to it all together mm -hmm. without really individual tracks. Yes, yes, I think that's one of the. I think that's one of the strongest MJ albums to do that. I can't really think of any other album that uh, maybe maybe Either. bad. I mean, Thr Thriller is kind of the opposite of that because it's so full of legendary tracks that it you know none of them really fit. I think I think this one is definitely the uh, the the one to listen to concept, as you said. Uh, but yeah, I mean, why you want to trip with me has that distinct style of um, that we've seen on we've seen it on. I think this Dangerous was the first album to kind of do that. It was these hard, hard-hitting verses, uh, and then similar to something like Money, uh, and then we had these really mellow, mellow choruses full of, full of uh, kind of uh, chorus lines and that kind of stuff. Just, just to play this little bit again here, just to iterate my point. The sweet and sour yeah. approach. So here we have a very hard, hard verse. And then it completely turns into like another song. And and the chorus for me was always the most interesting part of the song. The way I think I think MJ was really really great at. 
a really good chorus. You know, he really knew how to how get a good beat and a good chorus going. So uh, that's uh, that's why he won a trip on me. Jordan, anything else about the track? Uh, again, it's one I remember growing up listening to with older friends that had posters of Michael Jackson on the wall. I think they had flags. Mm -hmm. um, I remember the Sega uh, Mega Drive, it was called here. Yes, the, it was the called Mega Drive back in the Soviet Union as well. <laughs> yeah, um, I just I just remember all this stuff and it's very nostalgic for me. And so maybe it'll always get very mm -hmm. high marks for me. It's kind of like people who like 8-bit games as retro. Yes. I remember Dangerous mm -hmm. as sort of retro. I remember this as sort of growing up and it's just... A great album, and I like the mm. track. I love the extended intro, mm. as we've been calling yes, it. Definitely, definitely. Um, okay, well, uh, next before we move on to the next track, I'm just looking at uh, all this information on Wikipedia. Um, do we like there was a dangerous um, remix collection, I guess, and uh, it had like three discs, and the first two were like the remix, but the third one was the bonus cuts, yeah. and I'm not sure if we <laughs> should like do the bonus cuts on um, the episode. I think it'll be definitely very interesting. It, you know, the bonus cuts, it, it, it's 10 tracks, and, you know, most of these are full songs. For example, the, there's uh, Monkey Business, uh, If You Don't Love Me, uh, Happy Birthday Lisa from the uh, first episode of the third episode of The Simpsons, uh, third season of The I Simpsons. I have, to, I have to confess, I haven't really heard of this um I know the songs. I don't remember the release of it. No, I think well, I think maybe it was a US kind of thing, um, but ah, okay. but I think I mean we know the songs uh, only, only for the cool countries, yes, right? Only for the cool mm. countries. Or, or it's got dangerous early version that kind of stuff. So I think maybe it'll be interesting if we do cover that. Um, that uh, I've got. I think I've got all those songs you've mentioned so far, and they are quite interesting songs. Yeah, well, um, it sounds very interesting if they did release mm. it. As an actual release. Mm -hmm. well, uh, well, just it's just if you go on the Wikipedia page, it's uh, just lower down. So uh, give that a look, and uh, we'll probably do that uh, sometime later on. Anyway, let's continue. So the next track is in the closet. This is this is interesting. So this is track number three in the track listing, and as a single, it was single number three. So and the single was released on the twentieth of April, uh, nineteen ninety-two. So let's give in the closet a listen. Right, so that's that. Very long song. I'm just looking at the information here. The album version is 6.34. For the single, they had to break it down to 4.49. 
so it's uh that's <laughs> <laughs> very crazy um yeah so i mean the, the song the song did the song did well um when it released it became um the second and uh, hold on uh, became number yeah it became number one on the r&b charts and all that kind of stuff um, build, and hitting number six on the billboard hot 100 so it was uh it, it did well yeah. what do you remember about uh, in the closet jordan I don't remember this one very much. Um, it's a very bizarre video. The mm. style, it's it's very difficult. It's kind of nineties art style. Um, you know, it's got that kind of um, yeah, yeah. Well, especially when you learn that it was meant to be a duet yes. between Michael Jackson and <gasps> Madonna. Yes. yes. So, yeah, um, it's always interesting that they've always apparently been fairly close, like compared. Mm. I don't really consider Madonna as being one of the all-time greatest artists of all time. A lot of people seem to. Uh, it's like Janet Jackson seems to be very, very popular in, in America, mm. that she's considered to be one of the greatest female singers of all time. And I don't I don't see it that way. Maybe it's just how you grow up with the promotion I, I, on the on the record label. Yeah, I guess things. in different countries, really, um, isn't it? Um, yeah. But Madonna, I mean, they were saying that, you know, they were the only two sort of stars of their time in the same league. And I think this would have been really interesting if he could have worked with really, really top... Um, artists of his time. I mean, when you think about all the all the rappers and things he's had, like uh, Heavy D. Okay, at the time <laughs> people knew who he was, but ten years later, no but one I really knew th- who he don't was. Don't you think you know? that Michael he did kind of work with the top artists of his time in you know in a way? I mean, I mean, I guess the highest the highest song you can get is uh, We Are the World, and that's like everyone in there, you know. So uh, and then we have uh, in Thriller Paul McCartney's in there and Van Halen's got a solo in there and I mean I, I guess it all no, I, I suppose on Thriller I'm I'm looking I'm looking like through the track listing for like uh, Dangerous no for Dangerous example. no it's um, yeah, there's Macaulay Culkin's yeah, in the featuring, video featuring Mystery Girl featuring Rex and Fix featuring LTB mm. you know, I think it would, do, do you know like it might have been don't uh, no one should quote me on this but the way the music industry often works is. Uh, they put artists who are on the same label into each yeah. other's th- uh, music. So I think what the record label was basically trying to do, they were trying to use MJ, which is the biggest steamroller of the music industry <laughs> of, of all, all time. time. And they're basically yeah, at the time by all. I think time. you know sometimes like you, you know you have like a huge whale, and there are loads of little fish sticking to it, so they can travel on it. I think that's yeah, that's Ramora maybe what the Dangerous that. album was was for maybe a lot of the, a lot of the smaller artists. <laughs> it sounds quite, it sounds quite <laughs> pathetic, don't you think? Like they've got this massive. They know, okay, this one's going to be great for third quarter profits. So let's just throw a bunch of a mud at it and hope but someone. Yeah. You know, let's hope some sell a few hundred but million it's, on it's, their own. You know, it's show business. It's the business of show business. I'm, you know, I hope no one. This, again, I'm just. It sounds it sounds almost like product placement. Oh yes, definitely. You know? it's yeah. like, Hey, I'm Michael hmm. Dixon. Oh, that Pepsi sure looks ice cold and refreshing. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I'm just, I'm just going by a hunch here. I don't know actually. I, oh sure. Yeah, I but I mean, I am. I'm... But the idea of him and Madonna doing like a duet together, with him as the male, the strong male, and her as the strong female, mm. and like, um, you know, uh, we can't really mention it, can we? You know, Bad and Prince and everything. It would have been interesting to see the ones that are so. So very close working mm. together. That's what I always thought. Michael could have been really cool with um, if he did some kind of songs, not Akon so much, more like an Usher or maybe a Chris mm. Brown, working really closely together. The ones that really are so obviously inspired by Eric, him, Eric and are almost. You should, have, you should have had that no. duet with Pavarotti. Um, <laughs> they were together in that one Italian show. 
I think it, I think mm. that that would have been the most amazing thing ever. Or Pavarotti. Okay, think about this. Pavarotti or Barry White should have done an album, or both Pavarotti and Barry White should have done an album of Michael J. <laughs> Michael Jackson covers. And that would have been pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So let's 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 continue. I think we'll be able to do one more track, and then unfortunately we're gonna have to we're gonna have to um, stop this episode and then do the rest of the tracks on the next episode. So um, this uh, let's continue. So sh- the next track is "She Drives Me Wild." Uh, once again, "She Drives Me Wild" was one of the few tracks that wasn't a single, but we're gonna get past them soon. <laughs> so let's uh, let's give "She Drives Me Wild" a listen, and this is how it goes. chorus i really do like that chorus it's uh it's interesting how he incorporates the sounds of cars and that kind of stuff and uh, okay well uh, let's just uh, quickly uh, as as the song was playing i was doing some uh, investigative reporting on this and uh so she drives me wild just like just like the guy in the billy jean yeah, video yeah, right the one that's yeah, always yeah. got the, the camera out trying to get a picture of him right. i got it so this song yeah, Trench this code. song features, as we were just saying, uh, one of the lesser-known artists. This features Rags and Effects. <laughs> <laughs> lesser-known. <laughs> Rags and Effects, and I'm looking into it's just a simple Wikipedia search. And incidentally, Rags and Effects had a multi-platinum hymn for Rump and Shaker, <laughs> Rump and Shaker, <laughs> Rump, Rump Shaker, Shaker in 1992/93, in which was produced by Teddy Ridley. So spot the connection there. Teddy Ridley exactly. produces Dangerous, he produces them, so he decides to, uh, you know, ar- around the same time, all that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, um, Jordan? I forget. Oh, yeah, yes. um, I have to mention well. here, also reading, also reading the page, They this massive well-known group, this New Jack Swing hip-hop group with the hit <laughs> single Rump Shaker, um, they changed the name from Rex N, yeah. with an N, effect, to Rex X in effect. The X symbolizing the loss of Mitchell. Oh, yes, how did we ever, you know, we always mourn the loss Who, of Mitchell, Mitchell from the, from the group. Oh, right, Rex he's from effect. the group. Okay, I'm sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I don't mean no disrespect, <laughs> but I just... Uh, so this is... A, well, let's... Yeah. let's every, every life let's is just, special, you know, we mourn every life here on the MJ cast, but uh, it's another one of those great... Let's give Rump and Shaker just a second of a listen, just so we know the quality. Early 90s rap at its best. 
You know, it reminds me of Will Smith it, a lot, it, it, don't you think? Summertime, kind of that kind of thing, yeah. Um, they even look the yeah. same. Like, the, you know, it's it, it, it's this early 90s rap where uh, I think I think, I think San Andreas, the, the video it. game, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas does kind of parody this in a way. It was like black people wearing really bright colors and there's always this thing on the, they're always Day on the life. beach and uh, it was it was a kind of early 90s thing, I guess. Um Volleyball. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, okay. Anyway, she drives me well. Jordan, any more? Uh, any more? Any, any anything to say about the actual song and uh, all the people featured? On I it? just think the video is crazy. Didn't it have the supermodel in it and uh, everything. Uh, um, video. Yeah, I, I always yeah, uh, Naomi Campbell. That's, that's right. And um, I always thought I remember at the time it was sort of sort of being like a paper tiger that they were trying to make him more sexual. And it didn't quite work. Um, like at the same time, we had kind of like the stage kiss with uh, Marie Presley and everything. Um, but it was definitely the going for a more sexual vibe, a more aggressive masculine vibe for Michael Jackson. And uh, it's not one of my favorite songs in the closet. It's interesting that it was on and uh, it's definitely a product of its time. It's quite interesting to listen to, again, as part of the extended intro uh, for Dangerous. Uh, yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, now, how about She Drives Me Wild, the track that we're actually talking about, Jordan? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did I jump no, ahead here? No, no, no. We started talking about She Drives Me Wild, and then we started talking about the people featured in it, Rex and Effects, and then I think you kind of forgot the track we were talking about. It is 1am here. Uh, yeah, so, no, but anyway, She Drives Me Wild. What do you think? Um. Yeah, yeah, She Drives Me Wild. It's a, it's a great song. Yes, it is. It's great. Okay, well, um... Have we got any more to say? Any more to say about she drives me wild? All I can say is she drives me Excellent. wild. Excellent, and I think I think that note is a perfect indication that it's time to end the show. <laughs> Jordan is very tired; it's very late, and uh, um, I have to uh, yes, very I have to wrap confused. up the show. But it's nonetheless, nonetheless, it's been a great show. So, listeners, uh, this is part one of the dangerous, dangerous review. You know, we uh, we said that this is going to be a buy bi-weekly maybe even a monthly show but we've come back for a second week in a row so the show is a little bit shorter compared to usually when the show lasts for about an hour and a half <laughs> but uh, we'll be back uh, I don't know maybe next week maybe next time whenever and we're going to be looking at the remaining one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven ten no ten the, the remaining ten tracks in uh, in dangerous and there are going to be some really really good ones you know, and I think the majority of those remaining tracks are singles, so that's going to be very, very interesting to have a look at. Jordan, any last words? I know I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully it'll be at the usual time when it's, uh, you know, midday my time, so I won't be so confused and I won't skip tracks. Like, although I should mention, um, that actually plays into my copy of Dangerous. The CD's always skipped, especially on the on Dangerous itself. It goes da 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 da. She yeah. is dangerous, or yeah. something like that. It's um, quite interesting. So maybe Dangerous has always meant to skip yes. my mind. Yes, maybe it does. Anyway, uh, I have a feeling that we should go out on uh, Rex and Effects Rump Shaker <laughs> just, just to stick <laughs> with it. So for this week, my name is Andrew. Jordan, thank you very much for being with us. This has been the MJ Cast, and we will see you next time. <laughs>